welcome to the Paint Smoothie Podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Casey, and this is the podcast for all things art, including well-being, artist interviews, and navigating your artistic career. We hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. (laughs) And we are running our very first episode for Paint Smoothie. Very, very excited. So welcome to the people that have decided to tune in and download this podcast, which is super exciting. Thank you. I guess the reason why we started this was because we wanted to really... um, empower I guess people to get painting and um really focus on emerging artists and make it relatable make it relatable and all of the I guess just talk about our experiences and be as honest and open and raw as we can um keeping it real yeah keeping it real so I guess we'll introduce Beck (laughs) that is me Beck is right beside me um Rebecca Kate artist on Instagram um thank you Casey that's okay (laughs) (laughs) on Instagram people (laughs) All right, so yeah, maybe we'll chat about um, Paints Media and our objective with Paints Media and what we're about and what we do. Sure. So, yeah. so how we came about, um, Casey and I actually went to school together back in the day, but we weren't um, friends as such back then. There was a few years difference between us. Um, but then it was on Instagram where we became Insta friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day, I think you suggested it, we, that we do a collaborative piece and just see what happens. Mm. Um, use those exact words. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. This is exactly what we're doing. Just like with this podcast. Exactly. We're just doing it. Yep, wing it. Um, so we did that and we came up with a piece of artwork and we thought, well, what are we going to do with that? Um, which is when we came up with the idea of a bid on our Instagram post. That's right. Yep. And they are all collaborative artworks. Yeah. So the idea is that the concept is that we get two artists, whether it's ourselves or whether it's like us and someone else or two other completely different artists um, and they do a layer each on the painting and I guess to see until, what happens. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of finished or... And we try and choose artists, I guess, that um, that would work, that would pair really nicely together. Their yeah. style's really nicely together, so no one that's too similar, I suppose. But, um, but yeah, the outcome's always really, really cool and those auctions have been really successful. So yeah. we thank those other artists very much for giving yeah. us their time and going through that process. It's a really fun process. So um, It's really interesting too to see, well, one, the process and also what how it eventuates and how what comes from it. Because really? you just never know what it's going to look like. Yeah. Yep. And I remember our, <laughs> the first painting we did, we were very sensitive towards each other, would you say? Or very, yeah, very like, sensitive. <laughs> we didn't want to, we're scared to paint over each other's work. Whereas now we're very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't really, we don't care that much about what we're very painting Very honest over. and open about. Yeah. <laughs> like even just then you went out in my studio and you're like, oh, maybe we could do this. Yeah. <laughs> we would not have said that. It's good to bounce these things off each other. It's though. great. And it's all very like productive the conflict yeah. you know what I mean it's not I mean and it's we don't very, take it to heart we don't take it to heart no okay yeah we've gone off topic so we also That's had <laughs> I was just about to say our ninth auction was last night um with all proceeds going to breakfast for boobies which is mm-hmm. breast cancer awareness which is breast cancer awareness month this That's right. month um that artwork last night raised six hundred dollars which is yeah. amazing so going directly to them so yeah really proud to be on board with them again this year so yeah it was a successful well, little auction good. yeah yeah good So what we're going to do now, talk about now. Get the running sheet yes. because I'm super organised. And a little bit nervous. <laughs> um, we thought we would kind of interview each other or talk talk about our own kind of artistic journeys and how yep. it all began and um, where it's all going really. Yeah. So where so, did you start with? Oh, let's start. Yeah, let's start with you. Oh, righto. You're good at this. Well, no. <laughs> I initially did my Diploma of Visual Arts. Um, for two years and then my Bachelor of Fine Arts back in the day after straight off straight out of school so 
I think it was like 2004 I finished. Um, but once, <laughs> once I finished, um, I didn't think I could pursue it or maybe I didn't have the confidence to pursue an artistic do you know what? Just being an artist. Side note to that, yeah. we had this conversation about going through high school yeah. and not having the encouragement to pursue um, pursue a career in the creative industry. Yeah. And it really wasn't discussed, like especially with, with me as well, like reflecting on that. It's just information that we were fed and we need to be strong. You're never going to make it. Yeah. Well, yeah, not even that sort of... No, it just no, wasn't no, even just wasn't the conversation. Even, yeah, no, they give you, you know, options that as creative when it's in us... There are no other options, but no. because it's not entered into the conversation with a career advisor, it sort of yeah. doesn't even, you, you kind of, yeah, you want to go down a different path, but social media now has yeah, allowed us to so pursue this <laughs> much more professionally and, you know, on a, like a full-time basis. So, um, yeah, that's a very interesting conversation with yeah. itself. And making and sure that we're, we're really encouraging students as well to to have it as an option because there are so many paths you can take Yeah, for sure. with this. So we need to be advocates, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I think back in the day, I thought that, I could only be either an art teacher or work in a gallery and both of those didn't really appeal to me. So I didn't really pursue it for, oh, it might've been like <clears throat> 10 years. I think I kind of dabbled with it on the side and did some sketches and paintings here and there, but um, it wasn't until I had Esme, our first girl, who's five now, that I picked up the paintbrush and um, never really looked back after that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that's the next thing. So you've got two children. Yes. You've got Es. But I guess it all started, and Willow, sorry, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I was like referring to us, but during that time, and how did that affect your creativity? So once you had the baby, obviously it just picked up, and the picked up with painting. I I really think it enhanced it, because I felt like I needed a creative outlet while I was a stay-at-home mum, and especially in those early days, I just felt like there was, I needed an outlet to have something else going on in my brain rather than just being mum. Mm. Um, just breaks it up yeah and I also enjoy being busy with other things like it keeps me motivated and keeps me inspired to be busy so and I think it's really cool that they can see you doing that too yeah that you can you can you're you're allowing them to see that you can pursue whatever you want to pursue and it's so cool that they can be on board with the creative process as yeah well. so getting your kids involved it's so easy you know if you're in the yeah. studio you're messy anyway the kids are gonna come out and they can just paint I mean it does distract you a little bit oh, <laughs> and yeah. they do have to be monitored a little bit but like um especially when they're one <laughs> they paint over your, your conditions oh. which has happened before with me um yeah <laughs> so yeah it has to be monitored but it is a really really cool um environment to have the kids in so yeah, yeah I think that should be another topic we talk about is mm. kind of like not not necessarily mum guilt but I feel like <laughs> I love painting so much, yep. but it is also my work, yes. and it's hard to differentiate <laughs> between me having it as just because I want to paint, I need to paint, um, or my studio days, they are actually my work days, mm. and they're not just me painting because I want to. That's right. And, and I think that could be another topic. Structuring your time. Yeah, it's because it is easy when your studio's at home. Like, like us, you've got your studio at the back in the yeah. shed. I've got mine in my back room, and um, when you're at home, you can kind of get distracted by the things. Like, oh, it's washing. I've got to do this. Yeah. Um, when you're not in a separate environment, it can be really hard. Or to you can be time. just like, I just need to do this quick little bit on the painting, and then the kids are at you, and you're like, yeah. ah. So you get that kind of melancholy where you feel like. You really just need to have your set structured times as to when you're painting and yeah, and you can't um, when you're mumming. On, you can't switch on that creativity. You can't no. just sit there and paint. You have to be. We had this discussion last night. How you, yeah. when it's intuitive, all of you goes into that painting. And yeah. I know that I have to set up my environment. Like I've either got to have podcasts on or work or music, um, to help 
Um, just get in that chill zone. Get in the zone. Um, you, you absolutely cannot paint when there's a really chaotic environment around no. you. And it's just, and that's 100% of the time when there's yeah. kids at home. So. When the kids are there, there's I know. no point. <laughs> so it is hard. And that could be a really good conversation about how artists structure their time, especially yeah. mothers, fathers, you know. Yeah. Because, like, you know, there's dads that we know in Geelong yeah. that are really, like, doing amazing work that have young children. And how do you structure your day? How do you structure your time? Um, so, yeah. Revolving around your kids. Side note again. Sorry. So, Casey. Off topic. Let's go on to you. <laughs> okay. Where did your artistic journey begin? Um, and I, I think, yeah, it, it does stem back to... I'm leaning right in. I'm probably so loud. You're talking so no, loud. No, I'm... At a nice volume. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> So yeah, it does stem back to my childhood, definitely from my dad's side. Um, my pa was an artist and um, I remember seeing him and it wasn't until I started my own, I guess, painting journey that I really did reflect on, okay, where did this come from? Where did I see a lot of this? And I, I guess I took it for granted seeing my pa paint yeah, because I was so young, but I think it really did imprint on me and um, he was a beautiful watercolor artist. And I think it just stemmed from there. But once again, like you don't think of it as a no. realistic profession um, and he just kind of dabbled as a hobby. Um and then, yeah, like you, like as soon as I had Mika, my second child, so I've got Lexi, who's nine or nearly nine, <laughs> jumped ahead there <laughs> next month. Um, and then Mika, who is three, um, when I had her, um, I just literally, I saw a, I had a print by Sarah Calc, who's one of my favorite Melbourne artists. Um, and yeah, I just tried to literally copy her technique, which yeah. is not, which is frowned upon, but it's not in terms of trying well, to. Well, you weren't to, copying it you, to sell no, it. No, I wasn't like, copying it to sell it. And to be honest, like you're individual style does come out but yeah. there were elements of her work that I, I guess just to get me started and this is what yeah. everyone does you know um and I encourage everyone to do yeah I think it's a good it's a good way to start yeah just to get ideas and just to spark that and from there it just kept developing and yeah. like what else can I try and go into the art supply shop and you know getting suggestions from the people that work in the art supply shop they're the best people to talk to because if you want ideas for new materials um, and ideas and experimenting. Like I was lucky the lady in the art shop with me, she spent like an hour talking about color yeah. mixing, which I'm so thankful for. Um, so their, like their advice is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. <laughs> I would highly suggest stepping into an art store and just picking their brains because, um, you're going to get stuck. Yeah. So yeah, from there, like having kids, um, especially when they're newborns, when they're sleeping, yeah, you go up and you get a bit bored. It's like escapism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, so yeah, you can yeah, go off and have a pay. Um, but yeah, from there, it was just really, um, I, I think, how did you grow from there? It really just gained momentum. I didn't want to yeah. stop. And it's one of those things where as soon as you get a taste for it and it's the right time for you, like it could be like, you could be like 50. It doesn't yeah. hit you till you're 50 no. or like 90 and it's yeah. still okay to start. Um, but for me at that moment around 30, <laughs> all of a sudden something yeah, that's flipped same, same <laughs> me, really. and I was like, whoa. And then momentum just kicked off and I can't go a day without it. No, the thing I is, I think around. the more you create... <laughs> The more you want to create, exactly. It's because it kind of made me think. Well, why wouldn't I want to do this um, when I finished uni? But if I had have pursued it back then, I think the passion would have still been there. It's just because I didn't think I could pursue it. That's right. Um, but Which yeah, we are a little bit obsessed now. We're very obsessed. It's a problem. <laughs> we always have a problem. Um, so, so, so being a mum has that altered, altered, altered your creativity at all. Um, it's just enhanced it, like you said. Yeah. Like it hasn't altered my style anyway. I think my style's ever evolving. It just keeps going, but it's just maybe work harder. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it makes it, you yeah work harder. Like it's maybe work harder, and it's um yeah, it really hasn't altered too much. I think you become a bit more time efficient. <laughs> That's my only thing. thoughts are. I think we spoke about this last night. Um, is what were we saying that because 
well, I guess we're lucky enough to have where it is our job, but because we are quite time poor, it's like you have to get in there. When you've got time to paint, you've got to paint. So there's not that much time to experiment and explore different yes, styles. Yes, that's a really good point. And especially like now, like you said, you've got commissions coming up. And yeah. that's, you know, another four to six weeks, which whatever you allow for a commission. Yeah. So, um, and then in that time, there is potential to get more commissions, yeah. like depending on your content and how much you want to like be active on Instagram, promoting Which is obviously a great problem to have. It's a great problem. <laughs> it's amazing. But it's sometimes when you're feeling a bit stuck with your style, yes. you need time and you need a break to actually. But it's also a source of income. So yeah, you, exactly. sometimes you don't you have not. that pause time. No. Like you don't have that time, that downtime just to go, I need a couple of months just to escape and, and yeah. you know, and ideally, ideally, you'd be wanting to make, still create those commissions or make the commissions or um, create the pieces that go into retail, retail stores at the same time as exploring your other like different mediums or different styles. Mm-hmm. But because we are quite po- poor, poor time, <laughs> time poor with the kids, it's like you don't get that time to experiment. Yep. And a lot of the commissions that you get are revisiting previous styles yeah, and previous exactly. work because that's what people have seen and that's what they want. So, um, yeah, very interesting point. And yeah. maybe we should schedule that in. Yeah, maybe we should just like block out two weeks and be like, this is our experimental yeah, time. Yeah, true. Like, and like two yeah. weeks isn't that much time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can kind of get all your work done and then be like, all right. Just say, get off, get off Insta. Yeah. Get off Insta, get off the emails. <laughs> no, get off. <laughs> That's not going to happen, let's be honest. It will. I can do it. Maybe. <laughs> get off stories, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe that's a good thing. Let's do it. Let's yeah. have, like, let's make this a thing. Let's make this, like, block out time for mums, like, to yeah. have that experience. But, I mean, do you know what? That happens. I think mums do make time for that because now with workshops as well, it's so cool seeing mums come to our workshops. Yes. And take some time out just for them. That's another good topic. Workshop. Great topic. Workshop. We're just realizing all these topics. And it does really inspire you. Like I did, a, um, I've done a couple of workshops, but they really do inspire you and get you motivated to do either try different stuff or just to get you motivated to get yes. back into it. This is another topic too, guys, yes. just to give you a, a heads up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could chat about how it's enabling people to copy styles. No? Yeah, that's a, well, that's a good point. Like how much of what people do in workshops but I think it depends on the person whether I mean. That's yeah, right. We can do you want to use the starting point or do you want to? Yeah, we're not going to talk about podcasts. now. Different podcast. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it depends on the person. You can be an absolute ass. I'm going to say and just copy someone's style. Yeah. Um, it's never going to be exactly the same. <laughs> so many people hate running out there. But it's true. No. But you can copy someone's style and try and make some money off it, but you're never going to evolve. Yeah, that's right. We, we need to have this in yeah, whole this other podcast. This is like a big chat. Um, but we very much encourage people, like we wouldn't have workshops if we didn't want to encourage people to try our style and try our techniques no, and that's process. It. Like we want to actually get people creating. And I think that's all part of um, and what we do. And it's not necessarily to show them exactly all it. So, I mean, they know our secrets. Yeah, they know. But, yeah. but to be honest, like I, like we said this before, like that, that's, that would make us want to work harder yeah, exactly. on our next kind of yeah as artists like i'd hate yeah. to be rehashing the same thing over no. so at this point in time we're happy to share what we're doing because if that's going to enable you to pursue an artistic career yes right on spot Bam. on <laughs> so there's not much else to it today no, is there? no we wanted to keep it short and sweet we love podcasts which is why we're starting our own because <laughs> literally that's all we do when we paint is listen to podcasts that's right um so hopefully Send us any Someone. questions. Send us in questions. We have got a couple yes. that we want to um, cover already. Things around uh, around stockists and things around we yeah. And we've already got a couple of artists in mind that we would love to have a chat yes. to. So um, hopefully we can get a lot out of them and unpack sort of their their um, journey so far. Um, yeah. But yeah, we want to encourage I guess people to get out and just get curious about art and um, maybe want to make this re- as relatable as we can exactly to emerging artists or yes established artists. Mm. So yeah.
And Get in touch. Mama give us your feedback. Mama artist. Dad artist. Dad artist. And the artist. <laughs> All right. Thanks, I'm guys. Thank you. We will talk to you soon. See Bye. Ya.